0: ladies and gentlemen thank you for joining me for another episode of the typical skeptic podcast today we're going to go further into we have an experienced past life regressionist with us and we're going to talk about what maybe what was like going into my past life regression she can explain a little bit more of what i saw or not what i saw but as to why i saw the things i did you know she can kind of make sense to it and who i have with me is i have with me fiona harris She's been working as an energy healer in Western Canada. She's an experienced hypnotherapist that specializes in past life regression. She has the ability to read past lives and connect with the client's past selves in order to heal current issues. Fiona is proud to connect with real clients around the globe. And of course, I have with me a Terry Loveways, who did my regression. He's an ET contactee and the best-selling author of Incident Devil's Den and Devil's Den Reckoning. And I want to welcome them both to the show. Uh, Terry and Fiona, thank you for joining me. How are you guys? Awesome. How are you? I'm great, I'm great, thank you. Terry? Couldn't be better, thank you. Okay, I was just telling Fiona before we started, I was trying to explain to her that it was hard for me to describe the things I was seeing in my past life regression. And she said that's that's almost absolutely normal because, can you get into that Fiona?
1: Well, yeah, so we're not used to describing what we're seeing. We don't, that's not a normal thing we do. Plus we're in a trance. and the best thing that a practitioner can do is ask as many questions as they can, because every question that you're asked while you're under hypnosis is going to give you like almost like another opening into what's going on. Like someone might say like, what year do you think this is? And all of a sudden you're like, oh, seven, I think you said 1730 in your case yeah, or for something. For some
0: reason, my mind told me that. And I just went with what mm-hmm. my mind told me. It was like yeah. in my mind's eye, it's my, yeah. it's, you know, Terry asked me, where are you at? I said, I'm in Jordan, because that's what my mind told me. So I said that. And then I, I, I kept getting images of walking through a desert. So that kind of made sense to me, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like it sounds like you are. Um, that was your first regression you've ever done.
0: First one we ever did. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. well, Not me. Terry did other ones. But that was. Yeah,
1: yeah. One. Yeah, no, it was your first. So it sounds like you're really, really good at regressing you know not everybody's able to get a date not everyone's able to know exactly where they are um but i think you also if you meditate
0: yeah i meditate yeah yes. i was i was going into i was going into out of body i was trying to use do out of body experiences i was using the hemisync binaural beats and i've said yeah. this many times on my show i encountered shadow beings so. though. and and i realized that's when you can probably explain this more. i guess when you Um, try to go out of body you open yourself up to paranormal experiences too right
1: yeah when you do any kind of work like that you're opening up yourself to paranormal
0: experiences
1: which is a good thing I think
0: yeah for the most part yeah but I think Terry did a, a awesome job like he he uh he really asked like the the good questions and he took me through like doorways like uh, he could explain it more how he did it like but um, uh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and then and then there would be a doorway and it would tell me what to point through and then the one time it was interesting I, I went down this like slide and it was like I was sliding through like life and I ended up in like what 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 I thought was like my great-grandmother's womb and then I saw my gr- my grandfather growing up through my eyes I saw him as a prisoner of war in World War II and I saw the the things he went through, and I saw him come out of the war, it was just like, I couldn't describe it all, because all this stuff was flashing between my eyes, and I didn't know how to ascertain it, does that, does that sound Mm -hmm. right?
1: Yeah, well, it sounds like you had so many experiences that you didn't even have enough words to describe it, because there was just such a, almost like an overwhelm of, of visions and knowings, and yeah, Terry did an awesome job. Well, thank you. I'm going to say one quick thing. Me and Terry did a regression yesterday, which we're not going to talk about today, but one day we will. And so he did a regression on me and it was amazing. It was mind glowing life-changing it was crazy I don't want to start crying so I'm going to not talk about that anymore and but well, yeah,
0: it's amazing because you as a past life regressionist you're like the king of it so I'm I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm gonna give you a little bit of credit you're you know it really well so for Terry to mm. do that like mm-hmm. Terry you must really be mastering your craft well Fiona is my mentor she's the
2: one that taught me this technique so uh the credit goes to her because that, um uh,
0: now, yeah. what do you guys think of like, uh, I just want to get your opinion on this. Like, what do you think of QHHT and would you guys ever try to practice that, or is that not in the cards or is that something different or, or are you guys already kind of practicing that? But then I'm talking about Dolores Cannon's quantum yeah. healing hypnosis technique. Mm-hmm. What do you, what are you guys thoughts on that?
1: Well, do you want, do you want to go, Terry? Do you want me to go first? Uh,
2: I'll just weigh in because my answer is <clears throat> short. I mean, I've seen Dolores Cannon on television, um, I know a uh, practitioner in San Antonio a couple hours away from me who uh, uses it and is an advocate of it. Uh, And, you know, my experience pretty much ends there. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I I let Fiona weigh in.
1: Yeah. So I am a practitioner of BQH, which is exactly the same thing. It's taught by one of Dolores's teachers. um, So that. I came into that naturally before I even was trained in the process. I just started noticing because the difference is like we have, we have regular regression into your childhood or into a traumatic experience. Then we have past life regression where you're going into a past life. Then we have QHHT or BQH, which takes you, it takes something that was linear and makes it just completely like all over the place. So you can you're have, access, your,
0: accessing the higher self, right? And not and, and, and Yeah,
1: you're accessing the higher self. You're accessing experiences that are otherworldly. Um lots of clients experience being a nature, you know, a nature spirit or a nature entity of some sort. Um, my belief, and again we were kind of talking about this before we started the recording, that if we're all connected Um, When you do this kind of work, it's almost like you're reaching into a grab bag and you're pulling out an experience or a life or something and you're going through it. So normally people might pick out a past life, you know, of their own or perhaps of a relative like you did or someone they don't know. And then with quantum regression, which is just kind of like that's my umbrella expression for how to explain it with quantum regression, you're reaching into the grab bag and taking out the experience of being. And it could be that you're a fern, that you're an insect, that you're an alien on another planet, that you're an energy and it's all over the place. And it is the most magical experience for a client. And for me to watch my clients go through something, it's unbelievable. And it's just like, it's the next step, right? The next step from past life stuff is becoming very, I wouldn't say mainstream, but it's like, you know, it's known. Quantum stuff is new. Like it's newer, less now, people
0: know about it. That, that's interesting. And um, because I, mm-hmm. I, I had that girl, her name was Sarah. She uh, she regressed a per- people back to like Atlantis and the Sphinx. And she said mm-hmm. she didn't do any research before it. She just kind of got like, answers, and um, and, I, and I thought that was really interesting, like, she wrote books about it, but, but the next question I wanted to ask you was, Michael Newton, and uh, I think Richard Martini, and uh, a couple other people wrote about, like, these in-between lives that we have, and I didn't access that during my past life regression. I was wondering if you guys had any experience with this, like, supposedly, we go to a school when we when we pass on and we, we go and Michael Newton wrote about this and we learn, mm-hmm. um, do you have any experience with this? Is this real? Or is it, would you say, would you say that your opinion differs from this or what would you say mm-hmm. about this?
1: Um, I see it all the time. Like my favorite thing to do in a past life regression is to take the person to the moment of their death. And then I push them a little further. I'm like, what's happening now? Are you leaving your body? How are you leaving your body? Are you living through your head? Are you leaving through the front of you? Are you just out of your body, and the person will everyone has different answers, but it's generally out the top of your head, which is also often where people will AP from as well. When I ask for the project, I always go through my head. So then I'll say to the person, What's happening now? What happens next? You know, and I and I just follow them and I push them, right? I had a client who was like very resistant to it, and I just kept going and going and going. And What I see in my experiences with clients is everyone, some people stick around for a while, they'll be like, oh, I'm going to my home, I'm going to my sister, I'm going to my child, I'm just floating around, I'm looking at scenery, and then people start to float up into the air, and then most people will say, oh, I'm flying through the galaxy, I'm seeing stars, I'm seeing colors, or they'll just see white Um, almost a cloudy place, which is where I've gone in regressions. And then I'll push them a little bit further, what's happening now. And again, it's different for everybody. But in general, people will start to notice entities around them. They might not see them, but they'll say, oh, you know, there's people around me. I'm seeing little dots of light. I know each one is a person. And I'll say, you know, do you know them? And they'll say, yeah, I think I do know them. And then... There will be generally another entity that feels more powerful. Again, they can't be seen. It feels like maybe our soul is connecting with our higher self, or maybe it's a guide. I don't exactly know. Um, And then some people, actually quite a few people, end up in a place, and they always say the same thing. They say, oh, it looks Greek. It's a beautiful building, and they'll always say it's like a building of light, and they go inside and it's massive inside. And everyone says, oh, there's scrolls or books, shelves and shelves of books. Every single one is a life. So it's almost like the Akashic Records. Place, That's amazing. Right? That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, so lots of people have that experience. Not everyone gets that far in a regression. Um, with that guy that I was working with, you know, just a few weeks ago, he got to that place. And then I was like, what happens next? And. He said, oh, I'm out of there and I'm just going forward and I just see an orange light and it got bigger and bigger. It became like a golden light and he just went into it and I was waiting for that. That's where I want to push people because he went
0: into it and I just stared at his face. I said, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, I said, I got excited. Do you think that's the point where we might reincarnate again?
1: Well, no, I think that that's source. I think that's where we just become one with all. And you can see it in people's like face. You can see it in their posture because everyone just kind of goes. And then when I say, what are you feeling? They're just like, oh my God, like this is it. This is it. It's almost like when people have that, maybe um, an experience of being in ecstasy. Um, And I've had it a few times. And when I get that feeling, it's like, I am one with everything. So that's where I want to get my clients. It doesn't always happen, but that's one of my goals is to get people there because when you feel that, it ch- I think it changes your experience here.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. Terry. Do you have any thoughts on this?
2: Yeah, I just have one observation. My second the second subject that I did uh, past life regression for described this beautiful Greek uh, structure. Uh, just like you said, very open air, large columns, um, and uh, you know, open all around with blue sky, mountains you could see, and uh, massive, and tables with, with four chairs, and many, many people seated with, uh, and I asked him, what are you wearing, what are the people wearing, and he described uh, white robes, and said that they were wearing white robes. And, he, know, he also said scrolls, scrolls from here, to, you know, to the ceiling.
1: It's and, so uh, crazy. So crazy. Yeah. You it know what's amazing. weird,
0: Terry, but when if you remember my regression, when we were just, when you, I watched it again and I watched it again because I wanted to hear what I said, uh, you know, so I watched it like three times and the, right at the point where you're about to take me to somewhere, you give me choices. You say, what are you seeing? And I said, I see some place in the Middle East, or I see a Greek place. And you said, go to where you want. So I did notice somewhere that was kind of like a Greek place, but I chose to go somewhere else. I chose to go to the, so I was somewhere in the Middle East, which is weird because my heritage is Middle Eastern. Like, i'm lebanese which is like it's somewhat middle eastern but i mean like so i don't know if i've lived past lives at the same in similar heritage do you think that's possible fiona that we like if someone's nordic or uh german or will they live uh, different lives in germanic her- heritage or or, or we somewhere?
1: can yep some people do and some people don't um i know one of my past lives like i kind of have like my dna is irish um A lot of my past lives do seem to be in the British Isles or in Northern Europe, which I also have some Northern European, you know, DNA. Um, But then I've also had a past life as a man, you know, in some in some very tropical different place. So I don't know, some people might choose like some souls might say, oh, this is what I want to specialize in. You know, I want to be always in the Middle East or whatever, and others and others are like, I just want to go all over the place. So it's kind of up to the person. It's even the same with with your gender. Some people will, you know, kind of stick with their gender for the most part in past lives, and other people just try everything.
0: That's amazing. I mean, we just have choice.
1: We have free will.
0: And yeah, and this is amazing. It makes me think of like the nature of reality and like what is like the biggest. The, or who is the the source? Like, what is this source, and what they created this? It's amazing, you know. Like, I think it's un, it's not in in words to comprehend, right? I I, don't, I really don't think it is.
1: Who created source? I think that all the time. Like, okay, source exists; we exist here. What created, whatever created us?
0: Yeah. Unless are higher selves. Universes, right? There could be like different universes and creators of each universe, or and something. And then, who
1: created those creators?
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: What do you think, Terry? You know what? That's an interesting question because, you know, supposedly this universe, at least the one we live in, is finite. It goes back, what, 14 billion years. So it had a beginning. Uh, does that mean it will have an end? And if there are, it would make sense that there are multiple universes because I think there has to be something about all of this that, uh Maybe immortal is the wrong word, but uh, defies time. It's just has no beginning, has no ending. And uh, that, that to me is a huge question.
0: Yeah, and then among one of my other questions is, do you guys think that there's no way that this can be, like, a trick of our mind? Because to me, it seemed very real. Like, and to F- Fiona, you regress people all the time, so you would know that this, this is a very real... I just kind of want to get the fans to know, the subscribers to know, like, how real it is and that it's not a, a, a figment of the imagination, that it's not our mind creating this, that, that these are actual real experiences that people are having.
1: hmm So the experience, you know, of, you know, having a past life regression and having past life memories, it's like energy work, it's subtle. And when things are subtle, it doesn't feel real to us. We're used to like solid things like, you know, my laptop, my cup, you know, a past life experience or or an experience in regression. Where do we experience it? We experience it where we, where our imagination lies. And so it's very easy for us to say, oh, it's just my imagination. But then it's like, wow, why that, you know, why aren't I writing like amazing novels if my mind can make up these amazing stories? And then we see confirmation. Like I always, as I'm doing regressions with clients, I have a pen and paper, I'm writing things down, like wooden pitchfork 1700s or flag with a blue star or whatever, right? I'll write stuff down and I'll say to the client, like, go and research what you saw look for pictures look for drawings look for paintings check dates and just see and just look do a little bit of research and i've i mean i've been doing this work for years and i've done enough research to know 100% we are connecting with past lives in some form whether it's our own past life or just past lives in general because we're all connected i don't know but I see confirmation, but you know, what's funny because for someone who I know this inherently, and I'm always telling clients like, just, you know, just, just for today, you know, be, be open to believing this. But when Terry and I did this, um, regression yesterday, I was just like any other client. I sat there going, this can't be real. It's too weird. It can't be real. And I spent the whole evening just like questioning myself. And I'm like, okay, I wouldn't have made that up. I wouldn't have known about that or whatever, right? Plus the emotions you feel with it are so strong. Like I was sobbing during the regression. And like, I had like tears in my ears. Like my whole face was clogged up. And if I was making that up, I, I wouldn't be so emotional
0: about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I I felt the emotions too. It was very weird. Like. I definitely felt the emotions. It felt very real. It felt very confirming. It definitely was like it, it, it yeah I, I, that's all, that's the best way to explain it. Was yours the same way, Terry yeah, you know I, I when Fiona did my regression, I
2: wanted to look at probably the earliest memory that I have is looking out a window when uh when we lived in in St. Louis City uh out of a second story window. And I saw a, um, you know, a, a courtyard courtyard uh, with uh, gas lamps and a guy with a ladder lighting the lamps. And it was either dawn, uh, uh, it was either putting them out or turning them on. And there was a carriage with a horse there. And I blinked and it was gone. And I mean, I couldn't have been more than three or four years old. And when we went back, I saw myself as a businessman in, you know, 1910, 1905, somewhere in that range. I saw myself in a very uh, elaborate suit with a bowler hat, big mustache. And I was in London and I was in a pub with a bunch of guys drinking. And uh, I got into an argument with a, um, this guy who, who, who we, we did some type of business together. And the argument got heated. We took it outside in the back, like an alley, and I shot the guy. <laughs> and I was just blown away by this because uh, I'm not a violent person. And I took out a, a pistol and I shot the guy and killed him. And then I was arrested uh, and, and taken to a jail. And uh, I had a trial at a, at a courthouse in London called Old Bailey. Uh, which I believe is still there, and um, I forget the name of the prison. But you very New- was it weird,
1: right? was it Newgate Prison?
2: Newgate, Newgate. Yeah. That's it.
1: Yeah. Newgate remember.
2: Prison uh, uh-huh. began closing in 1902, and then closed down in phases and shut down permanently in 1905. So it was in that in that time frame. I recall my name being Thomas. And I recalled being executed by hanging, and uh, you know I thought that uh, you know hangings were maybe a uh, like they were in the United States, you know, with a, thing a of public. rope and uh, well, outside a public a public execution. And this wasn't. This was, you know, I was inside, and I and I and that verified they didn't do public executions. They did them inside the prison behind closed doors with an executioner a um, like someone from representing the government to read the death warrant uh, and a chaplain, and that was it. And there were these uh, stone cells and you went out of the stone cell uh, and you walked just a few feet through a door and you were in the execution room and there was a noose and it was like clothesline, It it wasn't thick. It was because I remember I saw that in my regression and all that verified yeah and was I mean, a I short drop you know it was a black hood you know and then this flip, flimsy looking rope around your neck and then boom and i recall leaving my body i recall a moment of intense pain followed by euphoria and leaving through the top of my
0: head wow that's amazing so, now very dramatic do you think i could um i could uh experience deeper like if I would do it a second time like maybe maybe uh if I get deeper in trance or um I think I did experience well I'm not saying what I didn't experience I think I definitely experienced what I experienced was real but do you guys think I could go deeper if I went if I did it a second time
1: so it's different every time you know sometimes it's very random like I know for myself being regressed Sometimes I'll go so deep and have such an insane experience. And other times I don't go as deep and there's a lot of things that affect it, right? Just what's going on in your life. If you're a little bit stressed out, if you had too much caffeine, if you had a busy week, you know, if you're doing it in the morning versus the night, like there's so many factors that, you know, can change the outcome of a regression. Um, But we're just, all it is, it's deep relaxation with heightened focus. The more relaxed you are, the more you might experience. And and yeah, and the more we do it, we can get better at it. Our, our subconscious mind is like, oh, this state, I know what's going to happen. Yeah, it's time for a past life regression. So we definitely can get better. Like I'm super good at getting regressed because I regress people all the time. And And every time a practitioner is working with a client, they're also in hypnosis. So I'm in hypnosis, like, sometimes a couple of hours a day, like four or five hours a day, you know, when I'm working with clients.
0: That's amazing. And
1: it's good for our brains. Yeah. Like, I, hypnosis I, is good for your brain. It really, it's good for your body.
0: Because it, it's, it's a healing, right? A, yeah. Can, so
1: when, when you're in, when you're in that hypnotic state, you've, you've gone out of fight or flight or, or freeze or whatever, you're in the rest and digest state. And that's why a lot of clients will be like, oh my God, my stomach's grumbling, I'm sorry. And I'm like, no, you're so relaxed that your digestive system is working and your body is, is your, your lymphatic system in your brain is able to clear out, you know, debris because you're just, you're almost like in a state of deep sleep so it's it's so good for us
0: good yeah, for I mean, people in,
1: that have trouble sleeping
0: in the, in the in the in the state of deep sleep is when we we get rid of toxins toxins that can create cancer right
1: yeah well yeah like there's just like um, cellular debris in your head so when you're sleeping your your brain cells shrink by about 30% and your glymphatic system which is like your lymphatic system but it's up here it just goes through and just starts clearing stuff away. It's like when you don't get a good sleep, your head feels awful. Yeah. Yeah. I always feel like I'm just full of bad cells. Right. I'm like, Oh no, my lymphatic system couldn't work. So, so hypnosis is so, so good for us.
0: And and, and we can actually target ways to heal. Like, like um, we can target things. We want to stop, like say, I want to stop vaping. Like we tried that once. I think it's maybe something I have to work on though. Like, Um, But you can target things in hypnosis you want to stop, right? Like habits or?
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You can. It's not my specialty. I started out kind of doing that and I quickly went to past life work. So are you going to make that part of your practice? Is that kind of thing? You know, I think
2: initially uh, as a new practitioner, that's kind of the bread and butter of, of the practice.
0: I'm losing you guys for some reason. Let me pause this. Here. Okay. Oh, so what you go back to, sorry, what you were saying, Terry. You're saying initially, uh, what was it? Yeah, that, that uh, hypnosis uh, for weight loss and smoking cessation
2: is kind of a new practitioner's bread and butter. It's kind of their way to jump in. And um But I I hope to move my practice into things that are more interesting, more challenging. I mean, it's interesting to help people quit smoking. It's interesting to help them with weight loss. Um, But I think there's bigger mysteries in the mind I want to look at. I think, that, I think
0: that's what, I think that's what we all, I think that, I mean, cause my whole purpose, like when starting my podcast was one of the big questions was I wanted to find out if consciousness continues after death. And that's kind of why I wanted to have this discussion today, because like, I think this is one of the biggest reasons that it confirms it, you know, and, and you know, I want to, I recently had someone pass away in my family and I want to show that, that person this, because it kind of gives evidence to what, uh, you know what what lies beyond you know because sometimes that when we have a a relative pass away they don't give us a near-death experience or a shared death experience they just pass and and it leaves us with all kinds of questions right Mm. Uh, something's wrong i'm having i'm having low
1: internet are you guys there
0: Channel. i don't know why my internet keeps cutting out but are you guys still there
1: i'm still here yeah I'm here.
0: i've never had this problem happen before you yes. know it, 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 my internet keeps cutting out um Maybe that's a sign, but I mean, what I was saying was a lot of times, uh, uh, I think a lot when, you know, when our loved ones pass, they don't give us a shared death experience or a near death experience or a deathbed experience. So it leaves us with a lot of questions as to what the mysteries are in life. And, you know, it may, it, you know, like I, we just had someone pass recently and, you know, um, we were one, we were hoping to, to get like a sign of like the afterlife and we haven't got anything yet, you know, um. So we, it, may, it leaves me wondering about the mysteries in life, you know, and this, mm-hmm. this gives confirmation to things, I think. I definitely think it does.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I was saying before we got cut off that I had a client who um, I did a regression on who I wasn't even meant to do a regression on. And he went, even though the circumstances weren't perfect, he went really deep. I wasn't able to talk to him because there was another person with him who was regressing. After the regression was done and we were sharing what had happened, he, he said, you know, like, um, so I always take people to a safe place and I allow them to choose it. And they'll usually choose like the forest or an ocean. And he said, I was taken to this pink place that was pulsating, that that was like almost elastic looking. And he, and he said, you know, it was the inside of my mother's womb, which you... Robert, I think you experienced that in your past life with Terry, where you're being born. But he was in there and he said, my mom was in there. And this gentleman's mother died when he was 15. So he's in his 50s now. And he, the whole regression or part of the regression he spent with his mom talking to her and she was hugging him and saying, you know, I'm so proud of who you've become, you know, you're doing the right thing. And he came out of the experience. He wasn't a believer before. I don't think he came out just blown away. Like I got to see my mom. I got to spend time with my mom. You know, she died suddenly when I was 15. So, and I also had during, um, wasn't even a past life regression. It was a childhood regression. My grandmother who's dead came in and it was not a memory. It was her coming in and spending time with me. And I was bawling my eyes out, because I love my grandmother so much. And after the regression was over, um, my grandmother was actually still beside me, I could feel her, I could like talk to her in my head. And she was with me for probably 45 minutes, just beside me. So this work, you know, is like, I wish that I could give that experience to every single client that they might connect with someone who's passed over. And that's, One of the things I, you know, sometimes try to do, (laughs) just to to see, right?
0: Yeah, and you know what's interesting about that? Like, I I didn't tell Terry this yet, but... um... When when we me and Terry did the regression, I accessed like a part of my grandfather's life, which we talked about. And then I had a site. We had recorded that show like two weeks ago We're, mm-hmm. around there. But then I had a psychic on the show the other day. And he said to me that my grandfather always and I didn't mention anything about the regression. I didn't mention anything. He said, you have someone that has the same eyes as you. And that's my grandfather, because there's a picture of my grandfather in World War II. He looks exactly like me. I mean, it's like a spinning image, like, or I look like him, you know, like what, whatever, however you want to say it. But um, he, he said, this psychic said to me that this person stands beside me all the time. He said he kind of watches over me, which is weird because I would think, like, my dad passed away. Why isn't my dad or where is he at? But maybe it's like you said, Fiona, maybe we're all the same soul or maybe we're all interconnected right
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it might be that your dad is around but the psychic didn't pick up on your dad yeah you know we don't always pick up on we, we, we can't always see everything
0: yeah that makes a lot of sense what do you think mm-hmm. terry you know uh, I, I i was just sitting here thinking i
2: i meant to ask and completely forgot to your your grandfather passed before your birth or were no, you guys- He
0: passed when I was like 10 years old, you know, when I was a little okay. kid. But I never okay. got the chance to talk to him because he had extreme strokes. Like he had like, he had, and then he had one that finally, you know, like like really, you know, didn't. I mean, like, but he got, he was like incapacitated my whole life. You know, he was- yes, like- I, I noticed that uh, I was reading some of the, the replies in the chat
2: and that seemed to be a question people were asking. And uh, Fiona, is it possible you think that souls fragment and, you know, part of uh, the grandfather and part of Robert's soul are somehow intertwined and so that Robert may have lived his, path, his grandfather's past life um, and it, it's very possible that they could both exist at the same time?
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't think Robert lived his grandfather. I mean, well. On one level, (laughs) we're all living each other's lives because we're all connected. But what my belief is now is that when we do a past life regression, sometimes we're regressing to one of our past lives. Other times, we're just reaching into the grab bag and pulling out a life to experience, maybe for healing, maybe for understanding, right? And that's where I think the quantum hypnosis comes in. I feel like that's a grab bag. Like that is a grab bag. Because I had a client um, about a week ago, someone from Albuquerque, and she was a mountain. And that mountain still exists. And she's here. (laughs) So she's not the mountain. She couldn't have the mountain as a past life. But but we're all connected. And I don't know, I feel like I feel like with regression work, I feel like on an energetic level, it's just upping the game all of the time, right? I think it's real, like I'm blown away by how good Terry was as a practitioner and he's just learned how to do this and how easy it was for him to get me to where I needed to be in in my experience and I think that we're, we're all just like upgrading all of the time on an energetic level, especially those of us that are pursuing this kind of work, right. Or this interest and, and this connection, we're just, I don't know. We're like pushing the barriers or the, the borders all of the
0: time. It's like a constant consciousness expansion, right? As yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, totally. And it's like, it's so much fun. Like life is so cool healing is so easy. I never, I thought that, you know, emotional or trauma healing was something that was almost impossible to attain. You know, you talk to everyone, they're like, Oh, I have a fantastic therapist. I've been with her for 15 years. And it's like, really? Like how how, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, and, but but that's been how it, how it is for all of us now, like with past life work somatic like body work healing stuck trauma is just getting easier and quicker just like the internet right like yeah and not just just that it
0: can heal stuff on the inside too it can have an effect on like stuff like maybe not it's i'm not saying it's a cure for cancer but it can maybe heal some things that it will it maybe not trigger you to be sick because a lot of things sometimes that are bothering you the stress and the outside factors will cause you to have this disease on the oh, inside yeah. right
1: 100 percent um and it has so much to do with your vagus nerve you know your and so when people like most of us are in some right. are you recording okay,
0: okay. Because we, we I was talking about how disease can show up from things that are bothering us on the outside, and this can heal us. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let Terry in. This is this is great that we were able to reconnect. Terry, you're there. He's there. almost there. Terry, hey, I'm back. <laughs> I'll just, I just I wanted you to be able to give your sites and stuff. We can finish up, and you can give your sites. So if they, people want to get regressed, they can find you. And I'll just add this video to the other video you
1: know so yeah yeah yeah. so we're talking about healing like on um like on an energetic level on how it affects our body so most of us are in fight flight freeze or fawn those are just all kind of you know trauma states and when we're in those states um part of our brain goes offline, like, you, like our cognitive skills, our reasoning is offline, we our focus narrows, our posture goes in like this, or we're like, I'm going to punch you or I'm going to run away. Um, when we are in more healed states, rest and digest happens, right? Our body's able to to repair things. It should be rest, digest, and repair. And it's also tend and be friends. So we become more like the mammals we're meant to be. We wanna connect with people instead of like being away from people. So healing is so, so important. And like if anyone could take anything away from this podcast, um, it doesn't matter like what traumas happened to you. It doesn't matter how horrible your life has been, how much it's just, you know, blown up for you. Healing can be free. Um, It can be quite easy. It's always a journey and it's always like, you know, you go up bit by bit by bit, but it's possible. And if you look on my website, which is clearpathhealing.com, if you look under notes, um, I have a list of a lot of the healing techniques that I use with clients and a description of how to do them. So if someone doesn't have money to see a practitioner, that shouldn't be in the way of their healing so you can heal yourself obviously it's better to have someone guiding and helping but usually people that are in those states don't have access you know to be able to afford a practitioner so there's lots of stuff there's that's lots really of stuff amazing sure.
0: you do that mm-hmm. that that's awesome mm-hmm. terry do you have stuff to add to
2: as well I just think it's fascinating that Fiona does energy work. And I, I'm I'm interested in it and I know absolutely zero about it. I like, mean that, that yeah, films we do practice Reiki.
0: Reiki. Yeah, yeah sorry. sorry. Does that mean you do Reiki too? Yep.
1: yep. I'm a I'm a Reiki practitioner. Um, I'm psychic. I became psychic, which was like the coolest thing ever. Um, I had enough healing of trauma, and my belief is the more we heal our trauma the more open we are to all of this. Cause I definitely see whenever I experience deep healing, all of a sudden it's like, oh my God, I'm more psychic. So, so I can pick up on people's past lives. And then, with, and then what I do that's really fun is I make my clients become psychic. So when we're in this like beautiful hypnotic state, I'll be like, okay, I'm seeing this. I want you to imagine that you can see it too. And so many clients are like, oh my God, I can see her, she's crying. And they'll tell me something that I didn't tell them that I'm seeing. And I'm like, nope, they're psychic now. And I'll direct them like, okay, you're gonna, you're gonna do the healing of this past life person. So I direct them to do it so that we're all powerful healers, right? Yeah, we no. all get to do this work. Like we're all magical. Not everyone is just this, spe- Like it's not like I'm a special magical person. I've just made this my life path. And I and think, I think it's anyone amazing. can do it.
0: I think anyone can do it. I, and I think we're all psychic to a certain degree, because yeah. I've noticed like, as I've been doing my podcast and I interview different mm-hmm. people on psychic ability and stuff, my mm-hmm. psychic ability has opened up. And I don't know if that's just through healing, you know, like, or. It's, or,
1: it's through, it's, I swear to God, it's through energetic connection with people. Like when we connect with people like this, we become more magic and more powerful. I totally believe that. And that's an exciting thing to believe.
0: So Terry's psychic abilities can be opened up as he's doing this healing work, right? As he's doing oh, regressions. Oh, I think, yeah. I, think I, I feel you're... like a doorway opened up for me mm-hmm. when, when I finished
2: this. Just like I felt like a doorway opened up with me after my experience with uh, non-human entities. And I feel like a doorway opened up when I finished this uh, training and uh, when I started this work. And I, I just love it. I just enjoy it. It's just so good. That's it's, amazing.
1: It's a, it's a drug.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think so, too. I like,
0: Absolutely. I like that. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it's, it's, I think it's amazing stuff. Well, do you guys want to get, I don't have any other questions. Terry, do you have any other questions?
2: Uh, no, just just a, a comment. I just wanted to say thanks to, to Fiona for the uh, mentoring that she's given me and the guidance on this path, and uh, it's just such a terrific journey. It really is.
0: Yeah, and I want to thank you, Terry, for taking me on the, the journey because I had never did it before, and I wanted to experience it, and it was definitely, you did the best. The, I mean, people, I've got good feedback, you know, from the from the chat that day. People were saying it was fascinating in the chat, and then in the in the comments, people are a little bit more skeptical, but I think you're going to get that, but I think today, will provide a lot more evidence for people. And I think people, if they watch today and then they go back and watch what we did, I think they're gonna get a lot better understanding of what I was seeing because I don't even think I knew what I was seeing. I think I was just trying to articulate something that I didn't know how to, right?
1: Yep, absolutely.
0: Yeah. So do you wanna guys wanna give both your websites and how to get a hold of you if people wanna get it regressed, whoever wants to go first.
1: Terry, can go first.
0: Oh, sure. Uh, my
2: email is the easy way to contact me. And it's just Lovelace at yahoo.com. Not Gmail, Lovelace at yahoo.com. Uh, if you've got a question, a comment, or you'd like to be regressed, just shoot me an email. I answer everyone. I don't have a website yet.
1: But you will soon.
2: I will soon.
1: Yeah. And my website is clearpathhealing.com and you can contact me directly from there. And same thing, yeah, too, if you have any questions, I love answering people's questions. It's so much fun.
0: This is awesome. Well, I wanna thank you both for doing this. Terry, you're a great friend, and Fiona, you're you're becoming a good friend. So thank you both. This was an awesome podcast, and it really expanded my learning on this subject, and it really took it to new levels, I think. And I think that it'll give the fans a better understanding of what is going on, and, and that's the whole point, right?
1: absolutely yeah no thanks for having thanks for having me on this was like a fun sunday morning for me i love doing podcasts
0: well, that's great i'm glad you guys enjoyed it Did terry and mm. uh, did you uh... no I, I was just gonna say it was a wonderful morning thank you both it's always a
1: pleasure
2: robert
0: thank you so much i appreciate you both um have a good day thank
1: you have a good day too